Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones A Paolo DiCarino A West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat I'm proud of our history West Ham Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Monday the Podcast. 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 Or good afternoon. Or Episode good morning. twenty-four. Uh, I'm George. I'm in the studio with Sean. Hi, Sean. Hello, George. And John. Hello. And Reese. Hello. How are you, Reese? Uh, yes, a little trip. bad. How was your uh, journey, in, Reese? It was good. I've, I've um, just got a little bit of petrol, and I'm worried I'm going to run out at any point. Oh. If anyone knows how much you'll have left, yeah. You know, what's it, what you got a polo, polo, yeah. and the uh, when the light comes on, how long you can drive for? That would you be just appreciated. Let Reese yeah. know via the Facebook group, or just do what I'm doing and sticking a black sticker over it. Yeah, or let's talk about football. <laughs> so we'll start off by saying what a good win it was this weekend. I think we should start off by saying just yeah. just say that good win, good um, three points, big win, big good, win, good win, unexpected yeah. um, result. They're the best, but very good. <laughs> But we thought we might win the Spurs game, didn't we, George? Well, I never thought we would. When we were 2-1 up? No. Nope. Really? Yeah. I, I thought we I wasn't might. confident we were going to win. I wasn't confident we would win, but I thought we could nick it. What? <laughs> we could nick <laughs> it. I thought we could nick yourself. it. Well, I thought, I thought we really deserved a draw. And if it wasn't yeah. for the one player that Tottenham have got, who can score goals. George wasn't very well. So he was he was out there being quite miserable, as you can probably hear on the outside broadcast. But you braved through it. It was freezing, wasn't it? And the wind was coming yeah, in. Yeah, it was. Um, absolutely freezing. So do the stats, George, just to oh, show how stats. one-sided it was. So possession, Spurs 62%, West Ham 38 West Ham had eight shots with six on target. Spurs had 25 shots with 16 on target. So stats say Tottenham were the better team. Yeah, and... Jeska Leinen, who became top of, well-deserved top of uh, Ian Dale's West Ham to Our Die player ratings, had the game of the season. Even he did, John he he had, will had, concede that he had the game of the he season. Did, he did, he did. He was, he, was, he was really good, except for a little flap. I you still know, think the first thing, goal we could have done better. Oh, you're very I harsh. Think. I don't think he's been very good, Jeskalainen. He hasn't been very good. That was his best performance. Was his best, I still yeah. think the first goal... I don't think about the first one. I think the second one definitely was his fault. The second one, the one, second just, one his arm. He, he, he kind just, of just he, left his arm he just towards the ground. He just wanted him to fall on the ball, didn't he? Mm. He, was in the, he just wanted him to be he brave. He just took a just, whack on his arm because yeah. you get the foul. But then it's it seems a bit harsh to do all that considering the amount of times mm. he did keep us in it so mm. yeah you know what so can you say Joe you Cole know? got second but the person that really has been singled out in the player rating is Emmanuel Pogatetz who <laughs> got two I mean he was appalling wasn't he I mean everyone said this shocking well, he, he cost us the game shocking. ultimately I think shocking and well, Sam was only just above him but, because know, of the substitutions he made no substitutions 
No, Pogatex was it was is not a left sided winger, is he? Yeah, or well, defensive? He, he didn't um, even look like a defender. Never alone a left sided winger. Yeah, he but he he came on. He was way off the pace. He, yeah, he came on. He was clearly off the pace. I don't know why he made that substitution. No. He made. You no. know, and that's why he's got second from bottom. Sam Allardyce. The substitutions he actually made actually made our side weaker. But it, it was, was the Gareth Bale weaker. show, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but he, that, he scored two goals and he made the third. Well, in the or, first or the goal, second. he was gifted really because they, they gave him Guy Demel. Demel gave him the ball outside the box, you know, and just gave it to him. The second goal was a, a scramble, but it was from a free kick from Gareth Bale. But that was like a goal scramble and very sloppy. Yeah, that was that was well, a that could was, have gone anywhere. That was a lucky goal. The Sorry, second Reece? goal, like I said before, the goalkeeping. What there? Terrible he should have done goal. better. He should have. Yeah, really, it was. Everywhere. You watch the, the replay. How? How yeah, long a time his arm is on the floor where he could have easily just palmed it away from the floor. He just didn't want to get hit. And the third goal was... Third goal was the third goal. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah it was brilliant. But I mean... Unstoppable. What? The best goal I've ever seen, probably. Up there with Gerrard's wow. goal. Wow. Better than Van Persie's this well, I like to think we were beat by yeah. Gareth Bale and not Ooh. by Tottenham Hotspur. I've seen some good goals in my time. Are you talking about goals you've seen live? At, yeah, live. At Lane like or seen it in person, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what I was disappointed with. I was disappointed with what they did for the memorial of Bobby Moore. Apart from the mosaic and us doing the minute applause and singing Bobby Moore's Clarenbo Army on, on six minutes, the whole, it was sort of featured that come 20 minutes early and we're going to do stuff, but it was just a bit of video on the big screen, wasn't it? And there wasn't, you know, and then half time you had... Martin Peters and Trevor Brookin and a few other ones walking over to the halfway mark and then walking back again. Um, I don't know. Oh, and, and there was something strange. I don't know if you noticed this, where they had his his three grandchildren, yeah, go on. Yeah, they laid the team out. Yeah, 666. So they all had six on the back. but That's because their granddad. I know. War number six. War it's quite six. famous. It's been mm. retired for... Uh, I know that, but 666 yeah, is well the mark of the devil. Yeah, well, that's just a coincidence. Yeah, so? What are you trying to say, then? Mark I, the I didn't all line up together once. and say, look... The omen. Okay. I'm yeah, just saying, exactly. it was written there, omen, 666, they come out and we lose 3-2 to the Spurs. Oh, that was it, then. It was all over. It was, yeah. it was As that, soon as that it, happened... And we Pogatex coming on, that was your lot... Numbers yeah. positive. Oh. And there, I'll say one thing about the singing. Go on, there was sure. a little say bit one of thing. I, I wouldn't. I didn't join in, but there's a little bit of Lazio, Lazio. I say in our section. But one thing did happen. Someone started a small section of the crowd started to sing. Uh, We'll be running around Tottenham with the extra line, and for the first time, pretty much the whole ground started booing them, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. So they I started to sing that, that song. Um, and and then they started. Pe- other people, the majority of people, started booing them. So well, fair play. Well, you've been on the radio this week, haven't you? I have. I was on. Um, what uh, was I on? Uh, oh no, you're, LBC. Always, you're always somewhere <laughs> doing something. I was on LBC. Really, really <laughs> talking with Ian Payne. They're yeah, doing a great job, and <laughs> and being a pain. And you, yeah. it was, it was yeah. about the booing of Scott Parker. Oh yeah, the booing of Scott Parker. Yeah, good. Good point. So good link, John. Yeah. What yeah. do you? What is your? Because we could play your interview out, Sean. Yeah, we could. We could. Well, we could, or we don't have to. We'll do it at the end. If you want to listen to Sean's interview, we'll put it at the end of the podcast yeah. after the the yeah. exit music. So. Listen to his so, uh, his in depth breakdown of why we dislike Frank Lampard. Oh, you're always criticising. <laughs> My view, though, and I was asked on whether players to boo or not to boo, and I personally didn't. Question. Boo, it depends right? how badly you need to go. Hmm. But I, the point I try to make is a professional footballers, and I tell you what, if Scott Parker says it got to him, and he conceded a penalty, I then I would boo. I would boo in the future because well, I tell you if what, you've got to go. You've got to go. If, <laughs> if it really makes a difference, I would hmm. don't boo because I don't think it, it it makes any difference. But if footballers now say that they're put off by it and their game gets worse. Yeah, you don't I'd want to boo on the pitch, do you? <laughs> it's just pretty horrible. I just, I just think that they <laughs> get messy out there. My, my view, one, on the one thing I'll just say before you say that, yeah. is when we used to boo Frank Lampard, <laughs> right? Frank Lampard, he used to make him stronger and he used to try and do better against <laughs> us because we could... We were booing. Right, you could see it. <laughs> I know what you're going on about, guys. I'm just not going to join in. I'm just to ignore you. Go on, John. Well, I, I mean, I think that they think the players think we're stupid 
essentially. He's he's come out and says he was surprised it happened to him and all this going on about he was disappointed and upset him. But he, he, think, he does, does he not think that, because today's technology, we all read everything. We've got all the Google yeah. alerts. We've got everything we've got. He did. And it was made clear to us that he forced through that move to yeah. Tottenham. We lost we money. Could have, we could have made more money if he'd have gone somewhere else. Yeah. And he went to Tottenham. He, he insisted and on going to Tottenham. as I say, yeah. he was allegedly tapped up by one of the red naps. Yeah, Jamie there was, there was talk about Jamie. And so, you know, he, all that, he thinks, what do you think? We're stupid. Are we just going to say, oh, well, welcome back, Scott. But he was clapped off, as I said. You know, when he left the pitch, there's a lot of people clapping him as well. So there's always two no, sides. I don't. Story. I, I don't. I, w- I wouldn't boo him. Personally, wouldn't boo him. I wouldn't bother with it. But no, that's why I just couldn't be bothered. To there, boo. Yeah, there's people there. Some who, people just don't have a choice. Sean, <laughs> yeah, but there were people there who, yeah. who at the time were saying this guy's going to be a legend. He's going to be a West Ham legend. It's like the, it's like the Tevez all loving. Right, but all right, there's I one point I didn't make on the radio. Love Tevez. I don't okay. understand it. Here's 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 a question. Tony Cotty. Yeah. Hero? Yeah. Or zero? Oh, yeah, definitely. Play for Millwall. Right at the end, yeah. Play for Millwall. Yeah, I know, but that's really pretty insignificant in his career. Well, well, yeah, but, you know, you, all right. It's not, it's got, no, that's not nothing to do with it. I don't so think. what is it? The whole because thing is. Because other people have played for other teams and we haven't. The, Joe Cole was still welcome back, even though he went to Chelsea. And kissed the badge. But it's, yeah. it's not. So what is it? What is it that makes people boo Scott Parker, but not Joe Cole, well, the Parker or thing. Glenn Johnson, or Carlos Tevez? Or no, see, that's uh, so what I'm saying. I don't understand the pe- the loving with Tevez. All this talk about Tevez loves West Ham. That's that's just nonsense. And let's not forget that Paolo Di Canio went to Charlton. But you know, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> Tevez could have stayed with us quite easily for another year. Chose to leave. Yeah. Chose to go. You know, he could have quite easily. We, he stayed up. We stayed up. He could have quite easily stayed on another year. How, anyway, how, often, how often do you boo, Sean? Uh, I'm, I'm quite regular. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move about Stoke. Stoke, Stoke, Stoke. Because this is shit. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> um, stats for Stoke. I'll George. tell you just one other thing on that on this Scott Parker stuff. I read today that Harry Redknapp got asked about being booed at Southampton at the weekend, and he says, "Well, you think that's bad? How bad has it got to be for?" West Ham fans to boo Parker. So he's giving us another dig. Yeah, I know. Right but he always gives us a dig, doesn't he? Tosser. Right. George, so stats. We backed up. No. We made good our result against Tottenham by a surprising yet equally as pleasing result on Saturday away at Stoke at the yeah. Britannia Stadium. It was unexpected. Mm. I just said that. I know. I repeated it. Um, 1-0 win, Jack Collison with the goal result. on the 45th minute on the stroke of half-time. Uh, we had 10 shots, 7 on target. Stoke had 10 shots with only 2 on target. Um, and possession-wise, it was 54% Stoke, 46% West Ham. I think we deserved a win. Yeah. Mm. Old West Ham proverb, well. which I said before the, the uh, Spurs game, the ones we expect to lose, uh, sorry, win, we lose or draw, the ones sometimes the ones we expect to lose long proverb are the ones we win <laughs> yeah. that's just a theory <laughs> more than a proverb uh, but um, yeah, it is <laughs> but it's true <laughs> I didn't say, expect uh, expect the unexpected I, yeah I didn't yeah, expect to better? win away at Stoke because they'd only lost as did um, you know they'd only lost one game hadn't they do you season. think do you mm. think home. that Carroll was fouled or did he do you think he pulled well, him down Poulis Poulis said uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, he claimed that our goal should have been disallowed because Carroll pulled him down. Yeah. If I didn't, you look, I didn't if know if you look at it, they've both got their arms right around each other. It's 50 50. It weren't Shawcross, was it? Was it? I thought it was, wasn't it? I thought it was that Wilson, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know. Oh, they, they're all the same, aren't they? Just big lumps. They're just like yeah. rugby players, rugby as players. Arsene Wenger calls them. Yeah. What I want to talk about is Andy Carroll's bromance with Jack Collison. And I'll tell you what. Um, Kevin Nolan well, you will would, not be you? happy because you know that they had a right old bromance before, and you know if you've seen them cuddling up on the West Ham TV you video, would, and suddenly you know Andy have you found seen, love elsewhere. So let's just talk about Jack football. Have you seen nonsense. Have you seen the tunnel vision on the West Ham TV? You have talked game? about that. No, what what happened? I'll show you it after this. It's very, it's very it's a very good video. Go on the go on the homepage. And uh, look at the West Ham TV little box on the right-hand side. There's a video called Tunnel Vision Stoke. And it's the tunnel 
as the players come in from their win. And Neil McDonald stands at our dressing room door and greets everyone in and he's got them all their little nicknames and Guy Demel walks past and goes, Guy Demel, 90 minutes. He went like to their, he's just yeah. like giving them all banter. It's quite a good video. And how but, about, um, we haven't got player ratings because they were, but there were time we went on air, Ian Dale. But someone who up. can give us ratings on the game is, uh, is Dan. He is, but I just want to say that I would imagine when the player ratings do come out, um, Vaz Tay and Collison have got to be way up there, haven't they? I, I, think, think, Vaz Vaz Tay, I think Vaz Tay was man in a match. Mm. Mm. MOTM. And did you hear what uh, Sam Allardyce said about Jack Collison, which I've been saying for some time? What? He's never going to be 100% again. So, you know, it's fine that he came on. You two are like twins. I've never seen you and Sam in the same room. No, that's why. Um, but he's never he's never going to be he's on you know reduced training and he's still got a dodgy knee so you know he's he's fine to come in but will, will he last the rest of the season Joe Cole's out now isn't he for some time two months month I heard I thought it was two Nolan's out with a possible broken foot I don't know a broken toe wasn't it doesn't matter yeah. we were better I mean, to be honest and Nolan Taylor, Taylor should be alright he was knocked unconscious yeah. wasn't he we've got two nasty weeks now yeah. he wasn't knocked unconscious was yes he was no, if you watch should it, he go yeah, down yeah. Oh, I, was I watched it on for that part if you watch it on Match of the Day, they, they slow motion it. And he said, he tweeted afterwards, he said, knocked unconscious, didn't know where I was. And Have he had tweet concussion. Action? Well, the next day, oh, right. he woke up, ooh, where am I? Yeah, what happened? I, uh, we won, really? I think <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not bothered too much about Nolan because I think he, you know, forced out the team. Mm. What's going on with Noble? I want to know. When's he back? He's got a, No, he's back, I think. He's going to be back next game. Um, so that will be Chelsea. So he's got. He only had a trapped nerve. See, his, I think uh, that works well. If you have got Noble and Diarmi in the middle, I think that works well. I'd like Diarmi to stop believing the press and the hype and start playing a bit more like he was earlier on mm. in the season, mm. instead of keep trying to take everybody on. So just before we join the fan of the week, like Carroll to score a bloody goal. Sam's tactics. I mean, in some ways, it looked like he fluked it because it wasn't the team he set up, and only when the two came in that they changed the game. Did Sam get it wrong? The game. The game? Sam get it wrong? No, I, I changed the game. It's such a horrible, difficult place to play at Stoke. They're such a rubbish team. I mean, Hoof wasn't every, playing, though. Oh, everything about them. It's just, Your yeah. friend Hoof. I just, it let's speak to Dan Pete, yeah, the, uh, our to fan of the week this week, who, who went, went to the to game. Why not? And let's hear what Britannia. he has to say. Yeah. Has to say. Has to say. And we welcome to more than just a podcast. He's our fan. He went to watch West Ham Stoke at the Britannia. Britannia. Um, it's Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Hello, boys. How are you all doing? Yeah, not Hello, too Dan. bad. We've had some technology challenges this evening, so <laughs> we've had to go a bit low tech and ring you on on normal mobiles instead of Skype. Anyway, let's go straight into it. So you were at the game. Good oh, away game to go to, wasn't it? It, make, it makes a nice change. Obviously, you know, we've had, we've had the choice of three good games to go to this season. And to be fair, even watching that, wasn't a particularly good game. I've seen better games of rugby, but at the end of the day, the result was what mattered. So, so tell us about what, what was the day like? What was the crowd like? You know, we, we were hearing West Ham singing bubbles as usual. It was it was the usual, but I mean, for me, because we stayed up there the night before, so... And we've been told stories about sort of how Stoke is a little bit sort of volatile to, to sort of any other fans at all. We never had that at all. Um, good few sort of beers before the, before the game in Newcastle under Lyme, and then Stoke itself. Obviously, it was what 1500 West Ham. Um, things stopped singing throughout the game, and uh, yeah, gave Manuel Pogatetz a bit of grief before he uh, he came on. So, uh, obviously, what were your thoughts when the team came out and they lined up? Oh, dear. Here we go again. And nine minutes in, uh, obviously, Joey Cole and Matt Taylor got knocked out. Um, what, what were your thoughts then? It was it was, it was a case of, this is getting, no, it's, going, it's going from bad to worse. Obviously, you know, we, we don't know why we, we, didn't, we, start, we, we don't start with Collison rather than uh, Gary O'Neill, but it was nice to see him come on. Um, and obviously nice to see Vaz back and playing. And to be fair, they, they combine very well for the goal. Yeah, so obviously just before a stroke of half-time, Collison gets the goal. Uh, I, I would imagine it went pretty mental. 
It did, it did. And then obviously for the whole of half time, I don't think any of us can believe it. Um, obviously then the usual banter with sort of asking how bad Stoke must be to be Luke. Because to be fair, Stoke, they've only lost once at home this season. That was to Chelsea. Obviously that's when yeah. John Wall was at them. An absolute nightmare. So to sort of be losing to a team that's only won through, well, that was the third away game of the season. I don't think, I certainly don't think their fans expected it. And speaking to them no, after the no game, one. don't think they expected it. No. Yeah. <laughs> So well deserved, or we, did we get a bit lucky? Um, I'm gonna, I am going to say well deserved. If looking at sort of the chances again on the telly, yes, they had the, the penalty shots towards the end, but we've had, we've had, there's been games this season where we've had them and not given. So I, I'll take it. Not be fair, it's three points, and happy days. Yeah. So you're man of the match for the game. I think it's got. Um, Sort of fifty-fifty with Jack and, and Vaz, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. How about all right? Let's go to the other end. Who, who was who most disappointed you during the game? Um, even though he only played for thirty seconds, I've got to say, I've got to say, Pog, because I don't understand the point of the bloke. If we're honest, even warming up the bench, he'd be, he'd be better off him with us understanding what, yeah. why he's so bad. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about Sam Allardyce. Obviously, a lot of talk. Still not signed a contract. Vicanio, obviously, recently left Swindon. A lot of talk about him and breaking into the manager's office, stealing pictures and everything. Typical Vicanio. Where do you sit on the whole keep Sam, lose Sam, get Vicanio or get I, someone else in? I am I'm a big keep Sam man. At the end of the day, there was lots of reservations when he first took over. He was given a job of get us up, which he did. We had a fantastic day at Wembley. He's then basically got us into the Premier League. The board at the start of the season said we'd be happy with 17th. Um, obviously, then we signed Andy Carroll and I said we'd be happy with 15th. As the table stands, we're going to do that quite comfortably. Um, yes, we faltered of late, but you know we had the, we had the cracking start. As it stands, as far as I'm concerned now, especially after Saturday, we're we're now safe. Um, yes, well we've not got the 40 points, and to have there's even a talk of Paolo in, I think, a little bit ludicrous. The bloke's an absolute lunatic, an absolute legend as a player, but I wouldn't have him anywhere near West Ham as manager. Certainly not the one after Sam. He's got a, he's, he's called controversy down here in Swindon. Um, I don't live all that far from Swindon, but he's got to cut his teeth at a bigger club than Swindon before he even thinks about coming to to the bowling. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I certainly agree with that. Okay, so um, if you listen to the podcast before, we usually ask Gaffan of the Week to ask us a question. And if you don't, you've not heard that before, it can be any question. Uh, one of our first questions is, if you were a tree, what tree would you be? But usually it's more West Ham-related uh, questions. And I know I've probably sprung this on you and I haven't prepped you before. Yeah. Do you have a question for us that we could answer on the podcast tonight? Go on, then. Um, from the Great Escape season, obviously it was... I think it was six years today that we lost 4-3 to Tottenham. What was your game of the season with the exception of that one? That season? Yeah. George? I'm going to have to think about that. I'll have to answer. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, we will answer with the rest of the guys uh, now, you know, because we're recording almost live, but we're we're (laughs) back in the studio off the phone. Anyway, Dan, uh, it's Dan Pete, isn't it? Yes, mate, yeah. And what, what, what's your handle on Twitter, say, if anyone wants to follow you? At Dan underscore WHUSC. Excellent. Dan, you've been our fan of the week on more than just a podcast. Thanks for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, fellas. Thank you, boys. Take care yourselves. Bye. Cheers. Bye. So that was Dan Pete, our uh, fan of the week. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Some interesting views on the game. I think we all agree with the majority of them. Yeah. Mm. John, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I go with that. <laughs> he didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> you got a yeah. bluffer. Um, so, let's talk about now the David Gold interview. <laughs> yeah, on TalkSport. Uh, he was live on TalkSport earlier this morning. Selco. Keys and Grey. That's the it's way. where the trade goes. Where the trade goes. Yeah. We should get sponsorship from them. Why did you say that? <laughs> it's a long story. Should we tell him, George? It's not a long story no, at it's all. it's not. It's a short story. Me and Sean were listening to Talk Sport and then... Sean, why are you sitting like that? We both ended up... Because I am. You're sitting it's cross-legged yoga. on a chair. Yeah, I know, it's yoga. We, it doesn't matter. Um, so he <laughs> was on uh, with Keys and Grey earlier this morning. Yeah. Um, who 
I don't know if I like them or not. Richard gave him a bit of a hard time. Yeah, didn't but he, he does everyone. Richard, mm. he said, he said we're joint tenth. He went, no, we're not joint tenth. You're twelfth, actually, David. Uh, and he said, well, well, you know, we're on the same points as tenth place. And like, he sort of like. said, well, if you finish the division now, would you get the same money as tenth place? He said, well, obviously not. All right, we're twelfth. I thought it was a little bit harsh at the beginning of the interview with Richard Keyes. I don't, don't listen to them generally. They get on my nerves a bit. They're a little bit old boys clubbish with all the other managers all a little bit like, ha, 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 laughing. But laughing, the, laughing. a few of the key points that he yeah. that we picked yeah, up from there was... Uh, he was asked about Big Sam, obviously, first, wasn't he? What? Keyes. Points are Keyes points. Oh, I didn't yeah. oh, I didn't mean yeah. that at all. Sorry. That uh, <laughs> he's optimistic Big Sam will stay... As our manager, unless yeah. he's pinched by a bigger Who's club. going to take him, to be honest? Bigger club. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a strange... He, Chelsea. People said they, they weren't... Are probably, yeah, to be honest. They are good. They're good. Keys, Richard Keyes and that, they're all buddy buddies with Sam Allardyce. They love him. Mm. But they did... Um, he, wasn't, he wasn't completely uh, convincing that Sam will stay. He said, well, you know, we're not... It's not when we're mathematically safe. We are sort of safe, but it's at the end of the season. I trust Sam and... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's whether Sam wants to stay, but I don't know if you listened on the way home on Talk Sport, George, but they were talking about does Big with Sam want to stay? And it's all as as well saying, you know, David Gold saying, we want Sam, but at what terms? You know, reduced terms? You know, he's on one and a half million, isn't he? One and a half million pound a year plus a bonus. So, he, bonus, so yeah. he was, I think he was on one and a half million per year over uh, both years, obviously. He got a million pound bonus for getting us promoted. And I believe he might be on another million pound bonus for keeping us up. So that's that's not bad as managers go. Not maybe the rates of Wenger or um, Sir Alex Ferguson. Um, but would he get more elsewhere? No. Well, yeah. If it's a big, I don't think he'd go anywhere higher. No. Uh, he also said that we should be hearing about the Olympic Stadium, the decision uh, on the sixteenth of March, yeah. which is the date that he's been promised himself. Yeah, and, and he, he he did, did apologise. He did say that that's when times. they expect to sign something. You had a bit of a problem with this bit, didn't you, John? Well, John John pointed out something well, that he, we put on the Facebook a, group. Yeah, he talked about on the interview. I heard the interview, and he, I heard him say that we'd been. It wasn't. I play for the club. I love the club. I spent whatever at the bowling and all these usual spill. And then he said uh, it wasn't until we'd been at the club for eight or nine months until afterwards that I. Uh, it w- sort of seriously contemplated this move to the Olympic Stadium. It wasn't until we'd been there for eight or nine months, and I thought, hold oh, on a minute. I remember them when they announced it, sitting there saying it was part of their their key strategy. So They're look- old men; they they get confused. So I looked John. it I up. On, I don't. I don't think you should. I looked it up on YouTube, yeah. and I, I George actually posted it on the Facebook group. Oh, was he? Probably. Oh, what's the disappoint, address? Disappoint you a bit, Sean? Because what's we know the address of the them. Facebook group, George? Uh, it's. Uh, www.facebook.com forward slash more than just podcast. Yeah. So um, hopefully this saga will be over. I hope the 16th of March is correct. And Mm. and let's hope we finally hear and it's the right decision, whichever (laughs) way you hang. Yeah, whatever it is, just put on the brave face. Yeah. (laughs) So he was taught, we was spoken about Scott Parker. He was also asked about Scott Parker. And he sort of said, well, it was only a small section of the crowd booing. 
but see, so you, again, want, you could hear the booing quite, yeah, quite but loudly. again, it was him who put out there, we did all we can to keep hold of Scott. He put that all out there. He forced this move through. He put he, he put all that out He there. didn't mention that on the interview. All I he said he was, I didn't want to lose him. And he was sort of tricked into it by Richard Keyes, who sort of said, well, <coughs> you know, you were probably quite glad in the end because you got relegated. And he said, well, you know, yeah, I was, but... Um, but, you know, it would have been nice to keep him. You know, we did release some funds, etc. I guess, I d- how much was he earning a week, Scott Parker? I don't know. I think it was on about Four. 80, wasn't he? Was he that much? I think he was. Yeah. I could be completely wrong. But he just, mm. again, it was him who put it all out there. All that information about possible move to Liverpool and bigger money from <coughs> somewhere else. And he actually, he's the one who stated that he was only ever going to go to Tottenham. He wanted to go to Tottenham, yeah. so he forced that move through. But then he's on the radio backtracking and saying, so Yeah. So he was asked about financial fair play, whether he backed it, and also about gambling football clubs' futures, you know, the likes of, you know, what's happened at, uh, well, even Birmingham. But uh, the one example he was given was Portsmouth. Um, he, I, I, he, I'm sure you know he's been on record before that he supports the financial fair play and voted for it. Um but equally, he believes that it's got to stop about, you know, all these owners gambling, you know, the football club's future. So, yeah, I mean, one could say that we nearly went to oblivion already. If it wasn't for the two David stepping in, you know, the Biscuit Barons came in, tried to buy it. They said we were going to have Champions League football, didn't they, in five years? Wasn't that their claim? It was. And, and That's they what he said, us he was ch- the, chasing the dream, weren't they? Yeah, and bought us to the brink of oblivion. I know you won't agree with this, John, but I, I still believe the two David saved us. And I know you've said before we should have gone bust, gone into administration, and, and we'd have wiped the slates clean and started again. I don't think I said that ever. I'm, I'm sure you did. I may be paraphrasing. I dispute that. <laughs> well, what what do you think? Did the two Davids save us from I, I, financial I think, oblivion? I think they, they came in and, and stepped in at the t- right time when we needed somebody. But they also mismanaged us to a degree that we ended up getting relegated. And I, I'm... All this money they're pumping in, they're so-called pumping in. Which yeah, is well, we're just about to talk about that, which aren't we? Are, which are going to end up being loans to the club and all that. Yeah. So, you know, they, they're not doing nothing for nothing here. They're personal loans. Anyway, that's a really good link onto the next question because as we speak today, the West Ham accounts have been released and they're always a little bit behind. So they're to 31st of May 2012. So this is obviously just at the end of the season. We just got promoted, but... It, it's the season we were in the championship and the season we were relegated and missing the uh, premiership money. So the highlights are, I'm sure it'll be on the website soon, but I got a copy from Company's House today. Um, West Ham made a loss of £25.5 excluding one-off costs. Um, the impact of relegation meant a massive fall in turnover, so we fell by £34.4 million to £46.2 million. Um, so you, you can work out, usually we, we should be around about £80 million turnover. Um, we lost £26.5 million of TV money from the Premiership. That that was the, the biggest loss from that. Um, Golden Sullivan, we just mentioned this, loaned £32.2 million during the season to the club. Um, and extra notes in the count says they'd loaned another £3 million by the end of November. So that's on top of the 32.2 million. What the terms of that is, hard to say, how it's got to be paid about, etc. But we have talked about this before, John. And the vice chairman, a friend of yours, John, I always know, Karen Brady, said in the accounts that the West Ham Group had reduced its overall debt to third parties by over £10 million. But that doesn't include money loaned to by the owners. Yeah, so really, we know we're different than where we were. Well, ago. the money is at least owned to the owners and not to third parties and banks. So I think when that's I, always preferable. When I looked that thing up about David Sullivan saying that you know our plan is always to go into the Olympic Stadium, there's also a part there where he's saying they've got four years from when they got the club. They have got the, within four years the rights to buy the rest of the Stranmark money out, the, the percentage yeah, left by right. them. So they're coming up to the end of that. They're not that far away now. They've been there for, was it three years now? So there's only another year. So what does that, what does that tell you? Does that mean that they're going to then tell, put that on the open market, that percentage of the club? Well, they've always said they're looking for investors. Well, they? I believe there will be some investors. And there's some some rumours going around on 
maybe a new suitor. Um, you know, we talked about Frank Lowry before, but there's, there's, there's possibly a, a new suitor, which um, will come in, pay them all back their money, load more money because we've, we've got the Olympics. No, no, this will be no, this will off. be a a suitor that will come in and invest for the other the remaining thirty percent of the club, not to buy the whole club. No, all right. Can't say about it too much, but next time in two weeks' time, I can talk about it. Oh, is you can. Why is that? Because it's not public knowledge. Oh, will it be? Oh, it's not a sad thing or anything else. It's just protecting my source at the moment. Oh, you off air. Yeah, so it's the first I've heard of that. So yeah. yeah. Um, right. Is there any more you want to add to the the finances? No, it didn't really mean that no. much to me. I'm a football well, fan. Well, I've got a 36 um, page report that I got from Company's House. Right, I haven't okay. read it yet, but. Uh, I'll give you a synopsis on the uh, Facebook be. group. I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you love the accounts. Anyway, it's now time for... That is correct. It's Facebook Twitter question time. Indeed it is. So, Sean, if you look at Twitter, I look at Facebook, because I've got Facebook ready to go. Yeah. Hey, man. you got a deal. So there's a lot of stuff going on on our Facebook page today. Just tons. Um, mainly Sean putting things up about himself. Mm. That's not true. And the financial markets. Uh, you just asked the general any questions or comments that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast tonight. Michael Johnson says, Hi guys, I enjoyed the OB last week. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, bit swearing. We apologise for the swearing. Cracking win at Stoke, but I just wondered, we seem to have a lot of injuries this season. Could it be the training methods employed by Big Fat Sam? Or reading too much into it. What do we think, guys? We've, we've thought that in the past, haven't we? Where we've had lots of injuries. There might be something going wrong at Chadwell Heath. But I'm, mm. not, I'm not convinced it is. I think we're just, oh, just unlucky. I think it's the standard yeah. of player we've got as well. The age They're all groups. different injuries as well. It's not like it's the same ones. Yeah, we've got certain age groups of players as well. We haven't got a lot of youngsters in there. So... I don't think so. Tony Piriakos, I think that's how you say it, said it was a hard listen. Hard, it was hard to listen to last week's podcast, so I had to force myself. This week will be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I it has been fun. I hope <laughs> it has been, Tony. I hope it has yeah. been. Yeah. Adam Rice Lodge says, "How many points from the last ten games? Would we still have won against Stoke without the two force changes, or did we ride our luck? And how is Pogatets in the first team? He's more dodgy than Collins." Well, we agree about Pogatets. Mm. I just don't know why we bought him. I really don't. And I loaned. don't certainly know why we... Yeah, sorry, we loaned him. I certainly don't know why we're playing him. I don't know why we loaned Shamak. Yep. Mr. Love and So, how many yeah. points from the last Shemak. 10 games? Name them, Sean. How many Nine. Games? What, what games are they? So, we've got... Chelsea we we're still... Manu hasn't been uh, announced yet, but Manu away. Chelsea away. Manu at home. We've got... Um, well, yeah, Manu at home, sorry. We've got um, Southampton away, Southampton away, away, Liverpool away. We've got Reading. West Bromwich Albion. Reading West Bromwich Albion. Have we not played Reading twice? I think we have. I don't think we've had Reading at home, have we? I don't know. I thought Reading at home was the last game of the season. I lose track. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going to say nine. It? I'm going to say nine points. I'll go eight. I'm going to go four. Six. <laughs> Terry Bond says how does Stoke get away with it why do Stoke players appeal for a foul when they're the ones who've just committed it why is grab pull and kick their only tactic after their players their players use when trying to get the ball why is it video evidence of incidents the officials haven't seen the oh. only way Stoke players is what is when they get what they deserve they said or if you just want to talk about West Ham with Nolan being out of the team I thought Carroll wasn't as effective um what was our best formation for getting the best out of Carroll? Apart from Carroll's awful misplaced header, we still aren't getting enough crosses onto his head. Should we go back to Colton? No. 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 <laughs> uh, Carroll was better than he's the normal more of a danger Colton. Than Colton. Yeah, and as far as Stoke goes, well, we know how much I, well, I dislike well, them immensely. They, yeah, but they get European football at the end of the day. Who do? Stoke. They've got Europa League place, didn't they? They are, they are an embarrassment. Oh, it's horrible, and it's an, an embarrassment. embarrassment but for winning games, they're... Kevin Stanley done. simply says, booing Piker, booing Piker, booing Parker, colon. He forced the move to Spurs, and by joining the enemy, I'm in. Here, here. Yep. 
Not that I was going to join in, but I agree with the sentiment. If you need to boo, you need to boo, Dan. I told you that. Um, and then Sean asked again, what, is, what are your views on the accounts revealed in The Guardian today? Michael Johnson says, almost seems like we're back to square one. I was told never take out a loan in order to pay off another one. Mm. True. Good advice. Chris Mars says, remember the timing of these. This will be for the last financial year, not where we are now. True. Mm. Britton Rowe says, my views, I'm glad it's not my money. (laughs) Well, they say, uh, I think David Gold said today in another article, you know, he hasn't got loads of oil wells. He hasn't got 150 oil wells. He's got 150 um, and summer shops, you know, and although they might see him on the Sunday Times rich list, it's all tied up in the business. He hasn't got mm. loads and loads of liquid cash. We've Oil about will this run before. out though, won't it? And, uh, so he hasn't got, un, you know, to f- say he's, gonna sell he's got 500 <laughs> million. <laughs> <laughs> Most of this is tied up in the brand of Ann Summers. And what they're uh, expecting people to do is, you know, just sell it all. And just Don't you think West Ham season ticket holders should get discounted Ann Summers? Yes, I do. That is one thing I do agree. So Vanessa or uh, Jacqueline, if you're listening... Uh, we want 25% discount at Ann Summers. Why don't you ask the security, head of security? Oh, don't start. <laughs> Move on. Nothing I've been really trying. <laughs> and then John, uh, well, asked me to put something on the Facebook page. It was uh, his little spot on the David Gold's contradiction, his own business partner's words by saying that he only decided that they wanted to move to the Olympic Stadium nine months into their reign as chairman, despite... David Gold, no, David Sullivan, sorry, saying on the first press conference shortly after their takeover with that David Gold sat next to him. With David Gold sat next to him, that part part of their key strategies for buying the club is that we will move to the Olympic Stadium. Look it up on the Facebook group and see if you. So we asked, the same. let us know what you think. Did David Gold lie to us all today? Are they really telling us all we need to know about the OS? Nigel Khan, Sean, says. Oh. <laughs> They can fool all of the fans some of the time. They fool some of the fans all of the time. But they can't fool all of the fans all of the time. And they Very never profound. F- and they don't fool me ever. Okay. <laughs> and Excellent. Paul House <laughs> said... I don't get it. They wanted the move to the OS before they even bought the club. Well, yes, Paul House. If you listen to David Gold's interview today on TalkSport, he denies this. Yeah, well, I've got one extra on on Twitter. Uh, it actually came to me, but you know Sam, who sits behind us, Sam Kruger, Kruger Sam on on Twitter. His girlfriend is a hammerette. Did you know that? You've told me before. We, we, yeah. met, we think met her. Right? You told me about you told me about five times. We met her at <laughs> Arsenal Way at the Emirates. Her name is Becca Bachelor. So she tweeted me today, and she's trying. She's a hammerette dancer for the hammerette, and she's that. trying to get the hammerettes back at half time. So there's a poll on the um, official West Ham site, and I tweeted it out today, and I put it on the Facebook group, which is "Bring the Hammerettes Back." So my question is, that's a good name for a Bring Facebook the group. Hammerettes Back at half time. Yes or no, John? Uh, I, 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 I don't mind either way. Go on, no, yes or no. Don't sit on I'll, the fence. I'll just go for a beer anyway, so I'm not bothered. Yes or no? Well, yeah, for you, because you seem keen. Reese, I'm not there, so don't bother me. Yes or no? Do you want no. Reese? Do you want some girls dancing around on the pitch at half time? No, it's it's, a, it's for football. Yeah. No. Re- uh, George. I'm going to say no. Well, I'm a big yes. I like <laughs> the hammerettes. And I think, you know... We should support the dance troupe. They were part of the tradition, and I want to see him back. I don't see any harm it does. It ruins you know, the pitch. It's not old would, would men you, leering would you, at... Would you boo for the hammerettes? I wouldn't boo them, no. <laughs> and they raise a lot of money for charity as well. Let's Good not, on let's Good not on forget... Them. They raise a lot of money for charity. They take away the charity tickets and raise Let's money. Let's get them back and make an old man happy, Sean. Yeah. yeah. Hey, bring back the hammerettes. Football girls. Vote yes. Hashtag yes. Well, that's it for Facebook Twitter question time. And what a good all one it was. All that's left for Mondra's podcast this week is our predictions for Chelsea away. I'm going to go for a Stay narrow 2-1. flag up your arse. I'm going to go for a narrow 2-1 loss. Sean, what do you think? Well, I don't know if you remember, but I got my prediction right. 1-0, I because you do the same every week, Sean. Yeah, mm. but it was still right. I, Law of Averages says I would get it. I said 1-0. It was right. Guess what? I'm going to go for 1-0, a cheeky 1-0 win. 
and I'll go for a Vazte scissor kick overhead wallop. Game done. Job Game done. done. <laughs> Job done. John, what do you think? Three re- points in the bag. I reckon we'll nick a draw, Reese. I reckon it'll be a 3 0 loss. Ooh. Yeah. Stick the blue flag. Don't you have up um, someone arse. that you know? Your arse. Going, I was going to say, arse. stick the blue flag. Is it one up of your, your friends arse. going, Sean? If I, if, no. If, 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 if uh, I haven't but, got a ticket, uh, but if there's one going spare, please let me know. I may be tempted. Yeah, well, Any I've got listeners. also a friend that's a friend of more than just a podcast mm. in Singapore. His name is Wong, and he wants a ticket. He's coming over to the UK, and uh, he would love a ticket. So if you've got a ticket for Wong, let us know and make Wong very happy. Okay. Um. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing at that. That is no, not. What? That's his it's, name. That's no, fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's just the way you say. Let's make Wong very happy. Yeah, I don't know. That's not very Nothing nice. wrong with that. Anyway, that's it. That's it. Thank no you. No podcast listening. next week because there is no game. And although <laughs> I suggested doing. A hour-long special on the financial accounts that are 36 pages long. Um, I think it would be a podcast of one. Listener. <laughs> I agree. And uh, don't forget to stay tuned after the music if you want to hear Sean's interview with LBC Radio. Uh, but if you're not bothered, then Listen don't to stay the, tuned. <laughs> the in-depth part about the dislike of uh, Frank Lampard. Yeah, thanks, John, for that. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for listening to Monster's Podcast podcast. Uh, bye from me, George, and everyone else. Bye. 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 Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Bye. bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. done well for your club goes somewhere else and comes back um should you be booing him just because he doesn't play for your team anymore that's what happened to scott parker on monday night and he said afterwards it affected his game he was substituted he played for west ham for several years done sterling work for them gone to tottenham and just got mercilessly booed by the fans and he, he was really quite upset about it and said it really affected his game um should one boo one's own player who used to play for you if there's a bit of history or if he's done well for you i'm sure when ronaldo comes back against manchester united on tuesday he'll get um, a rapturous applause maybe not during the game but certainly beforehand anyway shouldn't you just say thank you to players who do that let's have a word with sean whetstone who is a member of west ham's Supporter Advisory Board. Hello, Sean. Hi. Good afternoon, Good afternoon. Were you at that game on Monday? I was, yes. Obviously, we were, uh, there was a tribute to Bobby Moore at that game as yeah. well, but uh, obviously it was against our uh, local rivals, uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Were you booing Parker? I, w- I wasn't personally booing, um, but a lot of fans around me were booing, um, and I haven't got a problem with that. You know, um, we don't boo. It's wrong to say West Ham boo all ex-players. I think we've had problems with Paul Ince and Jermaine Defoe for obvious reasons. Frank Lampard? Uh, Frank Lampard as well. You know, Why do you hate Frank Lampard that. so much? Well, Frank Lampard is, 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 a, is a long one. I mean, obviously, we got very upset when his, his father got sacked from the club. And then he started kissing the Chelsea badge, which didn't go down too well with West Ham. Fair enough. Um, and what's the problem with Scott Parker then? Why don't people like him? Well, obviously, so he he could have gone anywhere. He was a you know a good servant to the club. He did well. He got Hammer of the Year three times. But he did force his move through to Spurs. There are local rivals. He could have gone anywhere else. He refused, and David Gold said, you know. He turned down everything else. He only wanted to go to Spurs. We got a lot less money, about four and a half million for him because of that. There are rumours and they're alleged that, you know, he was tapped up by one of the Red Naps as well. It doesn't go down well. But, you know, they're professional football players. At the end of the day, if Scott Parker allows himself to be upset, then great. I say it's all all fair in love and war. And, you know, he gave away a penalty. If he gave away a penalty because the fans got to him, well, so be it, you know. Um, most footballers don't let it get to them. Um, is it fun? 
Is it fun, what, booing? Booing ex-players. I would well, imagine I, a lot of people I do because it's funny. Well, I personally do Scott Parker, and I, I, don't, I, I, I don't personally boo players. I don't see the point of it. But uh, obviously, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Many people did boo him, but I will equally say, and obviously it hasn't been reported in the media, when he came off, lots of people clapped him as well. So you always see two sides of the story. So he got a round of applause when he came off and he was substituted. Uh, but equally, there was a section of the crowd that booed him every time he touched the ball. How do you, um, or, or do you like the style of football that, that, that Sam Allardyce has brought in? Okay. Well, <laughs> it, it's a necessary evil, isn't it? I mean, you know, we had to get up from the championship last year. He did it the first attempt, and, you know, fair play to him. That's a hard division to get out of. Yes, there's been a lot of uh, long ball today. We're, we're obviously away to Stoke, so I've just turned off the radio listen to that at the moment. To, Anything to happening? To you. It was, it was, uh, we've lost two players early on. We lost uh, Joey Cole and, and Matt Taylor on come Bazday and, and Collison. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's a tight one. It's, it's still nil-nil what it was when I, when I came to talk it to is. you. It is. Don't you worry. It'll stay like that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, there's big prize at the end of this season. Number one priority for Sam Allardyce this season is stay up mm. if there's a necessary evil for a bit of long ball um, so be it but you know we've got some glory we beat Chelsea 3-1 you know there, there has been some, some good games to watch it's, it's not always football um, tell me what the West Ham supporter advisory board does Sean so the West Ham's uh, support advisory board is something set up by the chairman by, by David Sullivan David Gold um, and also uh, Karen Brady comes to it um, it, it looks and feeds back, really, to the club, everything to do with supporters. One of its primary goals is to look at the Olympic Stadium and, and the possible move there, and we've been consulted and, and shown the plans under NDA for the new Olympic Stadium. But we also talk about match day experience, marketing, brands, um, you know, access for disability. Um, there's a lots of things, and it, it's like, um, you know, it's a, it's a forum where 100 fans give their view. They're all from all walks of life, uh, season ticket, non-season ticket, uh, and supporters abroad. But it's a good feedback for the club. Excellent. Nice to speak to you, Sean. Sean yeah. Whetstone, who's a member of West Ham Supporter Advisory Board. What do you think about booing players? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market